Isi ben Yehuda said that if a person runs in a Rosh Hashanah and he damages somebody, the Allah is Yitzchayv. And the reason is because it's Mishunah for a person to run in Rosh Hashanah. Stating that, there's one exception to the rule. If a person was running in a Rosh Hashanah, Erev Shabbos ben Hashmashes, then the Allah is, if he damages, he's going to be potter. And the reason is because he's running Bershos. And this is one of the themes of Masech Tisbavakama. That if you do something Bershos, right? If your Nair is outside your store, on Chanukah, being that you're doing it Bershos, the Allah is going to be potter. So if you were Mazik, but you were Mazik doing something that you had a right to do, the Allah is going to be potter. And the Gemara said, my Bershos, if it's never okay to run in a Rosh Hashanah, why would it suddenly be okay to run in a Rosh Hashanah? Erev Shabbos ben Hashmashes. And the Gemara said, Ki Reb Chanino, Reb Chanino, Reb Chanino said, and he used to say this, literally every Shabbos, as Shabbos was coming, Bo v'neitze likra Shabbos kalamalkas. Some say he used to say, Bo v'neitze likra Shabbos kalamalkasa. Rabbi Yana, the Gemara said, used to say, boy kala, boy kala. So there's an Indian of greeting the Shabbos, and it's because there's an Indian to greet the Shabbos, it's for that reason, it's for that reason that it's mutter, and it's considered brishos for a person to run Erev Shabbos, Bein Hashmashes. Now, this Indian of Rabbi Hanina and Rabbi Yana, that they would say, Bo or whatever nusach you prefer, Rashi says, was predicated on the fact that these tzaddikim, when Shabbos came, they would greet Shabbos, quote, the same way a person greets a king. So if you were going to meet the king, you would greet the king in a certain way. Reb Chanina and Reb Yanai, they would greet Shabbos, the Rambam in Hilcha Shabbos, this is in Periklamid, Halacha Beis. So the Rambam over here is discussing the mitzvahs of Shabbos. In Halacha Aleph, the Rambam says, There are four general principles that govern Hilcha Shabbos. Two of these four are the Raisa de Gedinim, the Shnaim and the Reisayfim. And two of them are Midrabanon. However, they're mentioned by the Nevi'im. Shabbat Torah, the two parts of Hilcha Shabbos that are Midday Raisa are Zachar Vishamar. Vishen The two that are mentioned by the Nevi'im are Kavoid Vaoinik. So Zachar is Yemesh Shabbos Akachai, that's mentioned in the first Aseris Adibris. Shamar is Yemesh Shabbos Akachai, that's mentioned in the second Aseris Adibris. Those are Dina Day Rais. Zachar are all the mitzvah Aseis of Shabbos. Shamar are all the mitzvah Lois Aseis of Shabbos. In addition to that, the Novi talks about being Mechabit the Shabbos. And the Novi talks about Oynik Shabbos. Shenemer the Rambam says, V'karosu l'shabbos Oynik, U'l'kdosh Hashem mechubot. So there's Zohar Yisrael Shabbos, there's Shomer Yisrael Shabbos, there's Kovit Shabbos, and then there's Oynik Shabbos. And the Rambam goes on to dis- describe all four. What we need is the next halacha. Ezeu Kovit. What is Kovit Shabbos? Zeh she'omru chachomim, she'mitzvah al-odom l'irchoitz pon of yodav ragla b'chamim b'erev Shabbos b'nei Kovit HaShabbos. This is a mitzvah for a person to wash his face, to wash his hands, wash his feet with hot water. Erev Shabbos because of Kovit Shabbos. And he should cover himself in tzitzis. And he should sit with an Eretz kite. And he should wait. To greet the Shabbos. 
the same way he would behave if he was going right now to greet the king. They would gather their Talmidim Erev Shabbos and they would all <coughs> cover themselves and they would say The tells us the rest of the story in terms of who are these Chachamim or Rishonim that the Rambam is referring to, quotes the Gemara, Mesechtes, Shabbos, Tavchaf, Heom, and Beis, that talks about Rabbi Yudab, Rabbi Loi, what his meaning was when Shabbos was coming. He quotes our Gemara, that talks about Rabbi Hanin and Rabbi Yanai. But the Rambam says that Chazal and Megalatas, a little bit, the Chacham Marishonim, how they would greet Shabbos. And the Rambam says, you know what you have to do? You bathe, you mesatev betzitzes, and you yoyshev bekoived roish, mi yachel ha-kbolas p'nei Obviously, this is related very much to the theme of this Rashi here in Baba Kama. And I think it's Kedai to just explore this Indian a little bit better. And I think that it's worth mentioning the words of the Ramchal right in the beginning of Masil Sushar. Right? The Ramchal opens up his epic work. He said, I did not compose this safer to teach people things that they don't know. The reason I'm writing the safer is to remind them of something that's so passionate and so obvious. I says the Ramchal, you're going to see things that people know. You're going to go through my safe, not an extra word like the Vilna Gaon said, but you're going to see things that everybody knows. But just like they're so famous, and just as obvious as they are, sometimes the more something is obvious, for some reason, the more it goes over people's heads. And said Ramchal, I'm writing a safer now. Not to teach you something you didn't know. I think this raid by is very much in that vein. Meaning, it's Pashat. There's no Chiddush. The objective here is not to say a Chiddush, but the objective is just to explain a little bit better. This Rashi here on Daflam, it's the Lashon of the Rambam that the way a Yid is supposed to greet Shabbos, he's supposed to be mesatev betzitziv, v'yoyshe b'koy v'droish, miyachelak bolas p'nei ha-Shabbos, k'moyshe hu yoytze v'kras ha-Shabbos. V'kras ha-Melech. Reb Shamshim Pinkus wrote a sefer, Nefesh Shimshin, on Shabbos. And I think it's kedai to read a little bit from the sefer. I happen to only have the edition that's in English. I don't have the one in Lashon Kodesh. So we'll read from sefer, Nefesh, Shimshon, Shabbos, Kodesh, Paragalif, or Chapter 1. Lushoyne Hazov. One of the most beautiful aspects of Shabbos is greeting and receiving Shabbos when it begins and escorting it out when it ends. No Yontif or any other special time receives a welcome like this. It is only on the holy day of Shabbos that we have this special mitzvah of Kabbalah Shabbos where we greet the Shabbos queen. We address her if she were a person and say, Boi kala, boi kala, Shabbos Malkasa. And when Shabbos ends, we escort her out with a special meal called Malava Malka, the escorting of the queen. Perhaps there's a mitzvah to eat a meal after Yontif too, but that meal isn't called a Malava Malka. Only Shabbos do we escort and address as queen. Then he goes on to say how we find that Chazal referred to Shabbos as a being, 
we see that Shabbos conducts itself as a person. She comes and leaves. She speaks up and makes claims. We honor her and take care not to insult her. And according to Sefer Yireim, there is a special mitzvah of fearing Shabbos. We are to be in fear and in awe of her greatness. But what is the meaning of all this, Frank from Shamsham Why is Shabbos in particular treated as an actual individual? We refer to Shabbos as a guest in our home. None of the Yom Toivim or other mitzvahs are depicted as personalities besides Shabbos. Tefillim is a mitzvah. Mezuzah is a mitzvah. And Pesach and Shvois are also mitzvahs. But Shabbos is a personality. If so, let us understand who Shabbos is. Whom are we welcoming when the sun sets on Friday? We are not asking, what is Shabbos? Rather, we are asking, who is Shabbos? And this is the way Rav Shamshim Pinkis, in English, started his Sefer Nebshev Shimshon on Shabbos Kodesh. You know the first Maramokim that Rav Shamshim Pinkis quotes? It's a briskerov. It's a briskerov in Sefer. And it's in Parashas Yisroi. And I think it's Gedai to speak out. So in Parashas Yisroi, the Pasuk says, V'achidosh ha-shlishi, V'tseis b'nei Yisroi me'eretz Mitzrayim, B'yoy ma'zeh bo'u midbar sinoi. So it was... And the Yiddin entered, they came to Midbar Sinai, and of course they came to be Mechabal the Torah. So the Pasik says, Vayisum Refidim, Vayavoyu Midbar Sinai, Vayachanu Ba Midbar, Vayichan Shom Yisra, Negerahar, Kishachot Belevachot, Moisha Ola Elo Elikim. So Moisha Rabbeinu goes up to Elikim, Vayikra Elo Hashem and Ahar, Lemar, and Hashem calls out to Moisha from the mountain saying, Koisoy Malaves Yakoim, Visagil Ben Yisro. I want you to give over the following message to the Jewish people. Atem Reisim, Asher Asisi Lamitroim. You saw everything that I did to the Egyptians. For Esa Eschem Al Kanfei Nesharim, Vavi Eschem Eloi, Vatim Shemayat Tishmo Bekoili, Ushmartem Esbrisi, Vayisem Lisa Gulamikola Amim, Kilikola Arts. I'm going to give you mitzvahs now. And if you choose to accept them and observe them, you're going to see, you're going to be a sugula mikol amim. You'll be a chosen nation. I want you to please give over this message. Rashi says, don't add, don't subtract. Give over exactly verbatim what it is I told you. So the Pasuk says, Moshe came to the Ziknei Ya'am and he told them everything. And when the Am heard the message of Hashem, they said, everything that Hashem said, we are going to do. The Apostle says, So Moshe Rabbeinu took the message, right? He got the response he was looking for, and he goes back to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and he says, Klaishol said one word, I'm going to reveal myself through an Ava'onon, a Vulcan. Because I want that the nation should be able to hear my voice when I talk to you, because this is very important, the Rambam's Lashen, Perikhes, Hilchas, Yisrael, the Atayra, for the Amuna of Kla Yisrael. So, Moshe goes, and he tells it to the nation, and then the Pasik says, Vayagid Moshe es divrayam el Hashem. That Moshe goes back to Hashem, and he tells Hashem what the nation's response was. Now, what the nation said and what Moshe Rabbeinu went back and told Hashem is not mentioned in the Pasuk, right? Let's get the cheshman here. Moshe Rabbeinu goes, Elo Eloi Kim. Hashem calls down, So Moshe Rabbeinu goes, he gives over the message, and Kala Yisrael says, Nasa. So, Vayoshem Moshe Hashem. 
So Moshe Rabbeinu tells Hashem that Klai Yisrael said, Nasa. So then Hashem tells Moshe, I'm going to reveal myself through this cloud because I want the Yidin to hear my voice when I'm talking to you. Because this is critical for the Amuna. Through this, like this, they're always going to trust in Yonavu because they themselves with their own ears, like the Ramah says, we'll, we'll hear by ourselves how I'm communicating to you. So it seems that at that point, Klai Yisrael has a response we don't know what it is. And Vayagid Moshe is Divrei Amel Hashem. And Moshe Rabbeinu returns that response. When Moshe Rabbeinu tells HaKadosh Baruch Hu that response, which we don't know what that is, I want you to go and I want you to prepare the Yidin. They should wash their clothing. They should be prepared in the, on the third day. Because on the third day, Hashem says, I am going to, with my Shechina, descend, and it's going to be on Harsina. What's Pshad in this missing piece? What was Vayagid Moishnes Divrei Amal Hashem? Everybody knows this. This is a famous song, amongst other things. Vayagid Moishnes Tshuva al When Moish Rabbeinu told Klal Yisrael that Hashem is going to reveal himself ba'av ha'onon. Moshe Rabbeinu received the following response. Klai Yisrael told Moshe, no, 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 no. We don't want to hear through the av ha'onon and hear HaKadosh Baruch Hu talk to you. So like this, we're going to get a little bit of a chizik. We want to hear HaKadosh Baruch Hu talk to us the same way he's talking to you. We're not eavesdropping on a conversation. We want to hear directly from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. What we want is to hear from you because We want to hear directly from you. And that was the response. So what does Moish Rabbeinu do? You know what he said? He said that Klai Yisrael said what was HaKadosh Baruch Hu's response? What did he say? What were the next words? He said, wash your clothing and be ready. Says the Briskarov. What was the shock of attire? What was the response? As soon as Klai Yisrael said, that meant what? That meant the Shechina was going to descend. And the Shechina was going to be present. That meant Klai Yisrael was going to be Mechabal the Pnei HaMelech. How is a Yid supposed to be Mechabal the Pnei HaMelech? Snuck the Briskarov. Look, look at the Rambam in Perak Lamed and Hilchah Shabbos. The Rambam tells you what you're supposed to do. The Rambam says that what you're supposed to do is, Shemitzvah l'odam l'irchot z'pon of yodav v'ragla v'chamim v'erev Shabbos v'nei kovat ha-Shabbos. U'mishnate b'tzitzis v'yoyshe b'koyved roish now you greet a king, you're dressed in your finest clothing, you bathe yourself, and you sit, and you wait. As soon as Klai Yisrael said, and Hashem was masking, what does Hashem tell Moshe? Go to the nation. Look at Rashi. Now you have to make hachonis. Because you want to meet the king? Fine. But you have to prepare the way you prepare to meet the king. You wash your clothing. So Chazal said to be punishment or Isha. But the Rav said there was another Nakud over here. The Nakud is you have to be ready. Because when the king comes, you can't be running. When the king comes, you have to be Panui. You have to be ready to greet the king in a proper and an appropriate way. And that's the Oymik over here. The Oymik is that you have to be ready to prepare the king. To greet the king. And that's this Indian of being prepared. Said the Fast forward several Pesukim later. By 
When the Shechina came, the Pasik says that Moshe, together with the nation, went. They went, What was that about? Because when the Melech comes, you have to greet the king. So now that they were Zoycha, that Hashem said, You want to see me? Perfect. That came with this Hanhoga now of greeting a king. So it said the Briskerov, these three Psukim. And then the Pasik, and then the Pasik, it's all the Rambam and Periklam and Allah days. Not Shaykh. This is how you greet a Melech. This is how you greet Shabbos. And the Rambam says when you're greeting Shabbos, it's Kim Moshe who Yoyse Likras HaMelech. This is the way you greet a Kiddush. So now we're going to learn Hilchis Shabbos, Barak Lam, and Allah Chavez. And this is the way you're going to greet him. And this is the way he feared Oisla Gantzah Shabbos. Says Rav Shamshim Pinkus. You want to know the difference between Shabbos and all the other 612 mitzvahs in the Torah? Shabbos is not just a Maisa mitzvah. Shabbos is a personality. You know what Shabbos is? Shabbos is the Shechina. That's who Shabbos is. When we greet Shabbos, we are actually greeting the Shechina. Some commentaries explain that when we say the words boy kala in the period of the the word kala refers to Shabbos itself. Others say that kala refers to the Shechina. But in truth, it's the same thing. Greeting Shabbos is greeting the Shechina. And the truth is, it's a Zohar HaKadosh in Parshish Yisrael. The Zohar HaKadosh says, Ubegin kach ikri Shabbos, ma'u Shabbos, Shabbos isn't just a mitzvah. Of course it's a mitzvah. But Shabbos is a personality. It's an organism. It's a living thing. It's the Shechina itself. And when a Yid is Mechabal Shabbos, what he's doing is, he's being Mechabal the Melech. Kabbalah Shabbos, right? heard that term 9,000 times. What does Kabbalah Shabbos mean? I mean, Poshib Shach. Kabbalah Shabbos is Kabbalah's Pnei HaMelech. That's what it means. And you see the way the Chachamim HaRishonim used to greet Shabbos. When Shabbos was coming, the king was coming. The king was literally going to enter the house. And if the king is going to enter your house, you have to be ready. If you were going to have some VIP come visit you, and somebody very, very choshev is going to walk through your front door. Your house would look a certain way. You would look a certain way. You would be in a certain calm. You would be in a certain matzif. That's the way the Chacham Marishayim used to greet Shabbos. Again, it's posh. There's no chiddush over here. But it's so posh that it gets overlooked and it gets completely forgotten. Kabbalah Shabbos is Kabbalah's Pnei HaMelech. So Rav Shamshim Pikis here in Sefer, Lefesh Shimshin, he talks about this in... Some of the other chapters as well. In chapter 4, so the name of the chapter is The Sanctity of Shabbos and the Beis HaMikdash. And he says that once you can appreciate that on Shabbos the Shechin is in your house, so that means on some level your house becomes a Makam HaMikdash. Right, it's easy. What was the Beis HaMikdash? It was the Makam of the Shechin. So if on Shabbos the Shechin is in your house, so that means that uh, in the Beis HaMikdash the Shechin was there, so that, that's what's going on. It's, it's mamisho amikdash matz. He says that if you open up your eyes and you look at Shabbos from that perspective, you're going to see a lot of interesting things. He says, number one, on Shabbos you wear special begadim. You wear big day Shabbos. In the base amikdash, do a big day kahuna. Do a special begadim that they used to wear. On Shabbos, before you put on your big day Shabbos, you bathe. The kayin, before he donned his big day kuna, he used to wash panayadavaragla by the, the kir. On Shabbos, 
we light candles in our house. There was a menorah that was always lit in the Beis HaMikdash. On Shabbos, you have a shulchan that's set, and this chalas on the shulchan. In the Beis HaMikdash, there was a shulchan, and there were chalas by the tzaddikim. They even had yud base chalas, like they had in the Beis HaMikdash. So on Shabbos, you eat meat. In the Beis HaMikdash, Everyone was eating meat. There was basa that could only be eaten in the Beis HaMikdash. And even Kachim Kawim, there was a chilek that was nechalabayim. Mishulchem gavoyu ka'achli. Right? You're eating now from the shulchem gavoyu. He says something interesting. He says that one of the overarching features of the Beis HaMikdash was the fragrance of the Beis HaMikdash. That's what it says in the English version. The fragrance of the Beis HaMikdash. But it's true, right? You had the Ketairis. And what was the purpose of the Ketairis? It was for the Beis HaMikdash to smell really, really good. He said, what's the fragrance of Shabbos? See, as a Havamin, it's the fragrance of the Cholent, but he's Deichelet. But he says, I think the Oymik is, what is fragrance? What does it mean? You walk into a place and it smells good, calming, and relaxing. It, it sets a mood. It's supposed to set the temperature of the place. That everyone's supposed to be calm. We know on Shabbos, Chazal say, it means the age of caste. And we know on Shabbos it's so important that there be menucha and the, the malachim that escort the person that are looking around to make sure that there's shalom in the house. So shalom is something that's so critical to the essence of what Shabbos is. And when there's shalom in a house, there's peace in the house and there's tranquility in the house. So it's not fragrance mamish, a timer. Just think about it a little bit deeper. That's the nakuda. But the point is that when Shabbos comes, your house mirrors the Beis HaMikdash. He says it's not a coincidence that it's mirroring the Beis HaMikdash. The reason it's mirroring the Beis HaMikdash is because on some level, it is a Beis HaMikdash. It's a Mikdash Ma'at. What is the Beis HaMikdash? It's where the Shekhinah resided. So your house right now is literally housing the Shekhinah. And because it's housing the Shekhinah, so it's for that reason, this is the way it would be. And Emma says, if you think about this idea, the commonality between Shabbos and the Beis HaMikdash, there's so much you can do with this. In the Chadoidi, we talk about the Beis HaMikdash. Mikdash Melech, Ir Malucha, right? Like, what's the Shaykhs? Because Shabbos, we're greeting the Shekhinah, so what do we think about? We think about the Beis HaMikdash with the level of the manifestation of Shekhinah was so much greater. Because on some level, on Shabbos, there is no Tishabav. Because what's Tishabav? Chorben. Right now, So I'm going to mourn Chorben based on Mikdash at a time that I'm sitting with the Shekhinah. Chazal said that if someone says Vayichulu and he says it properly, so. The Beis HaMikdash was a mockum of Mechilas Abaynas. Your house is a mockum where you can get Mechilas Abaynas. You're sitting with the Shechina. Right? Think about the opportunity and the potential you could have on a Friday night when you're being Mechabal the Shechina. You have the Shechina sitting here. You're mamish with the Shechina. That sounds like a, an opportunity to get things done, right? So it's, it's an Eis Rotzen, Shasa Kosher. That's the Yisoy to be Mechabal the And then he says one Dovah Niflo, we'll end with this. And that is that you start the Suda Friday night and you say Shalom Aleichem, Bayachem L'Shalom, Baruchuni L'Shalom, and then you say Tzeischem L'Shalom. And if you think about Tzeischem L'Shalom, it's a little funny. You tell the Malachim, I appreciate you walking me home, it's been real, but at the same time, Tzeischem L'Shalom, right? <laughs> you show them the door. Like, it's like a little funny. Listen, they leave. But, maybe they don't leave. But the point is, is that, so, what's Pashup Shat? Pashup Shat is, you're not telling the Malachim to leave. What you're saying is that if you're going to leave, then you should leave Lashalom. It's like a lumbus. But I don't mean to say, be, feel free to stay, right? Imagine telling to a guest, feel free to stay. But when you leave, right? I'm pretty sure he's going to pack his bags. But that's Pashup Shat. Some Taka don't even say, the common coolness in the Shtabu. But says Rosham Shampink is, he says, when the Malachim come, 
and they escort you back home. You tell them, Shalom Aleichem, Bayachem L'Shalom, give me a bracha. But then afterwards, you tell them, Seyscham L'Shalom, Fargizun Tehet. I appreciate it, it was very kind, but now it's time to leave. Why would you want the Malachim to leave? So said Rav Shamsham Pinkas, because you're about to eat the Suda. And when you eat the Suda, you're going to eat the Suda together with the Shechina. And if you're eating the Suda together with the Shechina, you don't need the Malachim to be there. Because you have the Shechina Aleh. And it's even more than that. We know that when the Kengadol entered the Kodesh HaKadoshim, it says in the Torah, And the Medjur says in Parshish, they're not only Adam. Even they weren't allowed to be in the Ayol Moed. So he says that when a Yid sits down and he eats the Shabbos Suda, he's not just in the Beis HaMikdash, he's in the Kodesh HaKadoshim. He's Lefnei V'Lefnim. And when you're Lefnei V'Lefnim, no Malach is allowed to be there. So you tell the Malach, you have to leave. Because I'm entering the Ayol Moed right now. And V'chol Adam lo Yib Ayol Moed. There's no place for you. Right now. You're not allowed to be here. I'm about to have a Yechidus together with the Shechina. Again, Dvarim Pshutim, based on a Rashi, in Bavakama, talk about, tucked away, in Barakaminiach, Dav Chlamid Amadez, brought out, not Shaykh by the Rambam, but Lushayne Azov in Yad Chazaka, in Paraklamid, Halacha Beis. But the point is that Dvarim Amadez, for some, Dvarim Pshutim, but something that if you're more mindful of, it changes the whole Shabbos. I mean, this is a 180 if there's ever been one. With all the Milas and the Matana Teva, that Shabbos, but when you understand it on a very simple, yet at the same time, deeper level, Shabbos is literally being Mechabal, the Pnei Hashim.